The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers, to achieve their potential, and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome, everyone. Ken and Cheryl here with Jill Balconis. Jill is the international chairman of Young Presidents Organization, and we're going to be talking about leaders on the move. Well, leadership certainly is the key to success in any organization, whether it's a for-profit, a not-for-profit, governmental, uh, and whether large or small. And today's guest leads her own organization in the mortgage industry and also is the uh, chairman of the Young Presidents Organization. She will share insights on executive leadership, her industry, and career development. Stay tuned for an inside look at Leaders on the Move. Well, to help you achieve your career goals, we have prepared for you seven free videos, and you can access those at www.betterjobbetterlife.com. Now, let me introduce uh, Jill Balconis. She is the 2010-2011 International Chairman for Young Presidents Organization. Jill is the president of Shelter Mortgage Company, a subsidiary of Guarantee Bank in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. She joined the family-operated business in 1984 and has served as president since 1992. Under her leadership, Shelter Mortgage has grown to be the industry leader in mortgage partnerships, providing joint venture home financing for nearly 40 affiliated companies. Welcome, Jill. Well, thank you, Cheryl. We're delighted to have you with us today. Can can you start by telling us a little bit about your career and what led you uh, to being part of the Young Presidents Organization? Absolutely. Sure. After I graduated from University of Wisconsin-Madison, I had gotten a business degree with a majors in marketing and finance, and I got my first job in sales with IBM, and I was in their data processing division selling very large mainframe computers. And they had a wonderful training program, especially they focused on sales training. That was, that was terrific. And a lot of those skills I learned at that time, I still have taken advantage of now. It was also a great experience of what it was like working for a very large corporation and how the decision-making process worked and, and so forth. But after three years, I decided to take my selling skills to the mortgage business. And my great-grandfather had started a building and loan company, which was later to be called a savings and loan and now called a bank. And he started that back in 1923 in Milwaukee. In 1984, when I was ready to to make that move, my father, the third generation, was running this uh, small savings loan in Milwaukee. And when I joined, that was the first point that uh, the institution was going to open a mortgage office in Chicago. So I started as a loan officer, and within a year I took over as the branch manager. And then in 1992, I became president of the mortgage division and began expanding nationwide. In 1997 is when I heard about YPO. 
and I didn't know much about it, but I thought, wow, this sounds like it would be very beneficial to me to be in an organization with my peers. These are other CEOs and presidents, and not only would they be in my local area, but I realized that they're also regionally I could interact with them and internationally. The other part I liked about it is that it included the family. It wasn't just about business. Wow, that's really interesting. Um, I'm not sure we've ever had a guest on who had such an, an incredible history for a family business. Um, that probably isn't, um, you know, a very common uh, occurrence that a, a company survives for that length of time and remains a family business. Do you have many within Young Presidents Organization? Actually, um, there are, I believe, about 35% of the members are in family businesses. It's, uh, it's, a, it, it's a pretty strong statistic. And um, the rest are going to be entrepreneurs, which I think is about 37%, and then professional people, about 28%. Mm-hmm. Jill, uh, many of our listeners are uh, entrepreneurs, uh, business people, Oftentimes, small business people who are very interested in trying to get a loan, uh, you're in that business. Could you share with them uh, perhaps your advice or thoughts on uh, how a small business person today can uh, go about getting a loan? Uh, Is an SBA loan still something that they should explore? Yeah, I'm probably not the expert on that because we focus on residential mortgage lending. So we haven't gotten um, that involved in in commercial or or small business lending. But, you know, certainly SBA loans are available, and I would – I would say that there seems to be this feeling that that the banks aren't lending money, but they are, and I would encourage those entrepreneurs to still contact their their local banks. And uh, for your uh, organization, uh, I guess we can call it YPO for for brevity, is there a certain size organization that, that certain qualifications to join? Yes, the qualifications are um, that in order for a an organization to qualify, first of all, the the member has to have the title of either president or CEO or something in that um, in that uh, category, and then the, the company needs to have a minimum of fifty employees and uh, gross uh, revenues of eight million dollars a year. Okay, so these would be already successful ongoing uh, organizations. So the the new startups wouldn't wouldn't be qualified. Um, no, startups would not qualify. However, we have found that there have been uh, folks that have been in that position and have contacted. I know I've been contacted by by potential members that wanted to join and that weren't quite there. And and the nice thing is that the the members of YPO are more than happy to help mentor these folks and to get them to that point. And then, you know, I've seen in many cases where then they've they've been able to qualify and join the organization. Wow, that's exciting. Is is that a formal process or just more informal? Um, it's it's informal, but in again, um, YPO is is international. So in some countries, it's it's definitely more formal. I mean, that's one of my objectives this year is to try to get, especially uh, once you turn 
50, you, you join, you move into what we call our graduate um, organization. That's called WPO. And the WPO members probably have even more opportunities to mentor some of these young entrepreneurs. And so we're trying to, one of the things we want to do is definitely try to formalize that more in this coming year. Oh, that sounds like an exciting project, I think, and well-needed. Um, well, tell us a little bit more about the mission of the organization. Sure. The mission of YPO is to help its members become better leaders through education idea exchange. That's really the foundation. And what's great about the organization, as I said, it involves the whole person. It's, it's not only business, but it's also personal and family. And we have, through the network, we have a, it's a trusted, you've got trusted peers, and, and the members are really willing to share, um, share their best practices, share their ideas, and there's this willingness to help each other. And again, that interaction can take place in your local chapter, on a regional basis, on an international basis. We also have forum groups, and this is really unique. It's usually somewhere between about eight and 12 members, and you work very closely with them. And basically, they're acting as your personal board of directors. And, I mean, highly confidential. You can go to them with any issue, and they're there to help and support you. Um, we also have access to very unique um, uh, experiences, world-class resources. We've got alliances with top academic institutions. So again, it all comes back to that mission of, of helping our members become better leaders. Joe, you're the first female chairman. Congratulations. Thank you. You've broken the traditional glass ceiling. I, I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess it's taken six years. I haven't thought about that for a while. Well, it is uh, impressive that you've been involved with uh, YPO leadership for many years, including you know roles as an international board of directors uh, before being elected as the as the chairman. And so, running a company and raising your three children, I'm sure no but doubt keeps you very busy. What led you to invest the time in YPO above and beyond membership in your local cha- chapter? Yeah, I guess, you know, it's just been an incredible opportunity for me to grow as a leader and to grow as a person. I've, um, I found in, in my years of raising children and, and having a career that probably the more I have on the plate, the more I get done. And, you know, I've had this opportunity to listen to other CEO, CEOs, uh, tell their stories, um, everything from how they've grown their businesses, dealt with failures, how they balance their lives professionally and personally. And, you know, it's really about the people. And these people I've met have been just, you know, incredibly inspiring to me. Um, I've also had being able to lead leaders is is a very unique experience. It's one thing to, to be the leader and have employees at your company, but when you're leading your peers, it's a whole different skill set. And I think I've uh, really gained a lot of knowledge and experience from that. And, you know, on top of which, it's just been, you know, incredible that I've been able to include my children in this experience. And again, I've been involved since 1997, so my kids have basically grown up with YPO, and you know, I can share one experience that's just been you know unbelievable. I really think has shaped them as they become young adults. And for uh, seven years in a row, I took my kids on a, a YPO event in Tijuana, Mexico, and we built homes for the poor. And we worked side by side with the local families. And at the end of the day, the YPO kids and the local 
Mexican kids would all be playing soccer together and having fun, and you didn't know which kids were which kids. And I can mm. remember uh, my nine-year-old telling me after that, he said, boy, these kids are all so happy, and yet they're so poor. And he said they have so little. And, you know, it really sparked a lot of discussion and and I know had a significant impact on my kids. And so it's just, it's been experiences like that that I've been able to share with them that have really been remarkable. It's amazing how observant uh, children can be. That's an incredible experience for such a young uh, young child and, and the observation that they make. And, ha- and to realize at such a young age that happiness is not just about how much money you have in your pocket. Right. And, and again, to be able to, it's one thing to try to tell them that when you're living in your environment and your day-to-day and, and you want to give so much to your children. But, again, and when you're in a position like that and they're actually seeing it with their own eyes, and um, it's, it's, uh, it, it really has had some impact. So the organization is not just focused on, you know, building their own businesses but reaching out to the community in, in different ways. Absolutely, and and really, it's about becoming a better leader and a better person. And it's you know not only within your business, but within your family, within your community. Well, that's an exceptional uh, uh, mission to have for any organization. And tell me, you mentioned that uh, leading leaders can be a little different. Um, can you name a couple of ways, just in the last minute here, of what you perceive different about that? Well, when you're dealing with employees, I mean, the employees are, are basically, they understand it's, it's your mission and it's your goals and your strategy, and they're there to basically, they're going to implement it. When you're leading leaders, it's your peers. And, you know, it's a, a not-for-profit um, uh, organization, and we're all there to give our time and to, to benefit uh, with each other. So I, I'm basically serving in, in the role that I'm, have entered into, I'm basically serving the membership. And again, that's a, it's a different type of role that you're in. And, you know, again, I, my job, I feel, is to add value to what I, I can bring them value and unique experiences and, again, help them accomplish the mission I talked about. Excellent. Well, we're going to take a little break here, but when we return, we're going to explore more about the world of executive management, so stay tuned. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. 
Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. Are you unhappy with your life? Looking to get unstuck from your rut? Are your fears of happiness, love, and success holding you back? You deserve a second chance. Tune in to Second Chances with Susan Armstrong. Each show will help you find your inner success. Whether it's financial success, relationship success, or the happiness and freedom in your personal life. You'll hear from Susan and some of the most influential guests who are talking the talk and walking that walk. Second Chances airs live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Jill Balcones, International Chairman of Young Presidents Organizations. And we're talking about leaders on the move. And in the last segment, uh, Jill, you made reference to how you're really serving your membership and there's a lot uh, written um, nowadays about servant leadership and how important it is to um, for for CEOs as, as well as uh, leaders at all levels in the organization to be giving, looking for ways to serve their employees or their their uh, associates. Uh, how how can you help organizations uh, that are new to your group? to grow more effectiveness through some of the things that you're doing in, in, from a servant perspective? Well, I think, again, the, the whole basis of, of YPO is kind of centered around that. We've got all kinds of opportunities to uh, to work on your, your leadership skills and everything from, you know, the, the number one is to, to really try it on the go by having leadership positions within the organization. And you can do that on a chapter level. You can do that, which is local. We, you can do that on a regional level, on an international level. So we can basically, it's letting a member... Here, you, you can almost role play. You, you can practice it. And, again, I think that that's probably one of the most amazing opportunities within the organization. Certainly, we offer all kinds of seminars, educational classes, uh, and, and so forth, and you can learn about it. But, it, in a sense, you almost get to role play it by taking on these, these positions in, uh, within the organization. Excellent. Well, I know you mentioned in the first segment, too, about uh, the opportunity to have board of directors, and it can be really lonely at the top of even small organizations, and um, many of them probably don't have formal boards. Uh, What is the process you use for helping them set that up? 
Well, what I was referring to is this form group, which really acts as your personal board of directors. And again, that is, you're, you're so right, Cheryl. There's so many companies when you're at the top, who, who do you talk to? And, and, uh, and oftentimes there isn't somebody to talk to. And so this personal board of directors is a great place. Some people will choose to have maybe a, an advisory board or, um, or something of that sort or a more formal board. But oftentimes they don't, especially if it's their own company. And so, you know, we encourage that. I mean, I think that's something, at least within my forum group, um, we've encouraged our, our forum members that if they don't have that, that it's extremely helpful and, in fact, um, have sometimes made recommendations of who would be a good person to be on those advisory boards. So the forum group is larger and then, and then they can select from that or go outside um, the organization to add to their advisory group. Oh yeah, there isn't the the, the forum group is is uh, internal within YPO. They may choose to, some of those people to go on their advisory board, uh, but that's but oftentimes they also get other people as well. So you know, the uh, mortgage industry today is. Uh it is really a subject of much controversy, and while you're on, I know many of our listeners would be interested in your insights on the mortgage industry and its future as it relates to uh, not only small businesses, perhaps just business in general. Well, again, our focus has been on the residential side, and I'm very happy to say that um, that it's improving, and actually our business is, is doing quite well. I think that uh, as you take a look, values in most parts of the country are now starting to stabilize. Um, and so uh, what's happened is, especially in markets where property values have come down so much, it's become affordable. And so we do have people going out and they're able to afford a home when maybe before they it was out of their reach. So actually that's a positive. And the interest rates are extremely low. And so again, I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm very positive that we've, the worst is behind us. Well, I hope you're right about that, Jill. And uh, I uh, introduced you um, in the at the beginning that you have an affiliation of 40 companies. Tell us a little bit about how that works, the joint venture. Sure. What we've done is, as we've expanded nationally, we've actually entered into partnership arrangements with with real estate companies, builders, community banks, relocation companies, and and basically what we've done is we become their in-house mortgage company. And actually, this started back in 1984, and when I first got involved, and there was a real estate uh, franchise owner in the Chicagoland area, and he believed in one-stop shopping, and he he his vision was. Uh, that he wanted the home buying process to be as simple as it was for the car buying process. So you come in and you buy your home just like you buy a car, and then you refer to the finance uh, expert. And he felt the same way. So in this sense, he brought us in, and they sold the homes. Their real estate agents sold the homes, and then they brought us in as uh, the financing expert. And it was one-stop shopping. And, again, I, at that point in time, back in 1984, that was uh, 
a very novel idea, and we've been we've uh, we've continued with that, and we've expanded nationwide. And again, it's really from the consumer standpoint, it's made it easier. There's uh, more control over the process and making sure that the when you get to closing, the the money is there and the papers are in order, and it's a smooth process. When you know buying a home is a very stressful time for people. Absolutely. Well, we see some of that um, in the corporate side of our business where we're working with um, organizations who have uh, employees that have relocated and maybe their spouse is going to be looking for a job in you know, their new location and then we'll get involved with helping the spouse to find that next best opportunity. And it's just one more stress that they have in, an, in a relocation situation you know, you're worrying about the family and the children and the schools and moving all the personal things, and then you've got a new home. And So I can definitely relate to what you're saying. Sure. So this is, again, that really the, the goal is that it makes a, a stressful situation a little bit more comfortable. Joe, do you help veterans? We do. We, we do. Probably half of our business is uh, FHA. Uh, government-insured business and VA-guaranteed business. We do a lot of volunteering with um, veterans, and, matter of fact, our website uh, talks a lot about specifically how we help uh, veterans getting a better job, better pay, better life. Um, many of our listeners are also veterans. Could you kind of share some insight on uh, or perhaps tips that you might share with them? Yeah, in terms of, I will tell you that there's been a lot of changes in the the lending guidelines. Uh, in with with what's happened in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of tightening up. Um, better credit has been required, and 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 more down payments, and and so forth. Uh, and that was kind of the. Uh, what came out of the the issues with subprime loans that created all the issues uh, two three years ago, but uh, for for veterans the VA loan is still a extremely attractive loan and easier guidelines in terms of qualifying and less down payment and so it's it's definitely and I, we we've not seen changes to that program which I'm very pleased about from the government. You know, another area has to do with. Uh uh, not just the veterans, but their spouses. Their spouses oftentimes, um, uh, you know, their hero husband is overseas in Iraq or Afghanistan, and the, the wife is here trying to not just deal with uh, her family, but uh, a lot of financial issues that she's sometimes not very familiar with. Do you, does your organization offer any help or counseling in that regard? Yeah, I mean, that's all taken in consideration in, in reviewing the loan. We're actually, within our company, we're in the process of setting up a, a credit counseling desk where, I mean, just knowing what's gone on, and, and, and especially in the last year or two with people and unemployment and losing jobs and, and people that had perfect credit in the past and, and now have run into issues, we are working with those people um, very closely and trying to help them repair their credit, get back on track. And so, you know, that's going to be really important over the next couple of years. Um, you know, not only is it the right thing to do, but we want to see these people to that lost their homes get back into homes. Do you see that fairly common in the mortgage industry? Because that seems like it's really stepping beyond. Um, it's, you mean in terms of Helping getting with involved the in that? 
Yeah, we've, we actually started a program um, over a year ago, and we called it Healthy Main Street. And we did, we proactively have gone out and contacted people and tried to help them and, and modified their payments. And, you know, the last thing we want to see happen is somebody lose their home. And so we found that before people start having issues, they're willing to talk to you and willing to work with you. And we've gotten hundreds of letters from people thanking us for doing that. And um, and I think it's a little bit about the, the background of our company. And we are, you know, as I said, I, I'm fourth generation. And, you know, my great-grandfather started in 1923. And, and really when he started, it was truly the those folks that could come in and, and put their money on deposit. He took that money and he turned around and, and was able to lend it out so people could buy homes. So it's, um, I, I think it's just our, our foundation where we came from. Wow, that's incredible. I, and I don't think that's real common. So it's it's wonderful. That now that's certainly an example of servant leadership. Yeah, I mean we feel very strong. We're very involved in our in the communities that that we lend in and that we have bank branches, and that's very important to us as a company. Excellent. Well, your tenure at, uh, as international chairman of YPO uh, starts in July one, so it's just a few days away. What is your vision of the organization in the next year and beyond? Yeah, well, I really want to go back to the basics. Um, we started, the organization started back in 1950, and a gentleman named Ray Hickok founded YPO because his father, um, he suddenly, I think, at, at age 30, found his father passed away, and he was in charge of this business. And and Ray, um, it's a famous quote that, that has stuck with the organization. He said, YPO is first, last, and always a uniquely personal experience. And that's 60 years later, that's exactly what it's about. And so I, my whole focus is I want to bring value back to each of our members and make sure we're providing them with unique experiences that mean something to them, that help them. And now that we're worldwide, I want to make sure there's global relevancy. And again, I really just want people to have the, the there's so many opportunities within YPO and I just want to make sure that we're we're communicating those to all 17,000 members. Excellent. Well, when uh, we just have a few seconds left here before the break, but when you say global relevancy, what would be uh, what would capture that? Well, when we start, I mean, the organization started in based in in the U.S. and now uh, just I think um, only 55% of the membership is in the the U.S. and every and it's growing. The fastest growing part of the membership is in countries outside. And we've got over of the 17,000 members, it's representative of over 100 countries. And so, um, it can't be all focused on it, it. It can't be U.S. centric. So I'm very sensitive to the fact that we need to make sure that we're meeting the needs of everybody globally, and that we're relevant to everybody that's in other parts, other countries. Excellent. Well, when we return from break, we'll explore more about the Young President's Organization. So stay with us. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. It's always 5 o'clock somewhere. Thursdays at 5 Eastern Time, be sure to tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel for Cocktails for Everyone with host Catherine Stanton Schiff. Catherine will take you behind the scenes of your favorite beer, wine, and spirit brands, the people that create them, and the restaurants that serve them. The program will keep you on the pulse of the beverage industry and may even keep you a step ahead of the bartender. Cocktails for Everyone airs live Thursdays at 5 Eastern Time. That's 2 Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Jill Pel- uh, Belcona, excuse me, International Chairman of Young Presidents Organization. And we've been talking a lot about um, leaders on the move and some of the things that the organization does to help them grow and develop. And uh, during the break uh, earlier, Jill, we were talking a little bit about one of your goals being to um, bring in some of the younger presidents and CEOs uh, of organization. What are some of the things that you're doing to reach out to the yeah. next generation of leaders? Yeah, we we are definitely trying to get uh, younger YPOers to join and um, push to get people under the age of 35. But the the age has has steadily gone up, and I, I'm not sure if that's just the nature of of what's gone on in the economy and making it a little harder for for younger people to to achieve those those goals to be able to um, to to join. But yes, we are actively reaching out. And when I talked earlier about the the mentor program. That's one of the ways I think that we can really reach some of those younger potential members, and, and we really want those young members, even though they may not qualify now. You know, truly, I, I 
think they believe that this is the organization they want to aspire to join. And again, when they're at that age, they're probably not as focused on what I talked about, some of the family and, and where I'm at in my age with, you know, my kids and, and so forth. But certainly at that younger age, it's, all, it's probably mainly focused on business and, you know, how can they grow their business? How can they expand their business? Anybody that wants to expand outside of their local area uh, nationally or, or internationally, I mean, it's just unbelievable the help that you can get. Not only their seminars, how to do business in, in China and India, and, and you can connect with members in those locations and you talk about you know, cutting through the red tape and getting help on how to get around in a country. I mean, it's it's really amazing, and and that's what these younger members are most interested right now in. Jill, the young generation today. We we had a lady on not too long ago. We talked about uh, boomers, Ys, and Xs, and I asked, well, what's the next generation? Z, what's coming down the pike? <laughs> but these kids uh, today are. Um, having a very, very difficult time uh, getting jobs, and many of them who graduate from college uh, are going on to advanced degrees and are still having a very difficult time in employment. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Well, um, being that I'm going to have um, a son that's going to be in that position uh, at this time next year, it's uh, very near and dear to my heart. And so, no, it's, um, you know, I'm actually, you know, I'm fairly optimistic. I, I think that... We've been we've been through the worst, and actually, I look at, at where we are at um, just in terms of my company. We have more opportunities right now to expand than probably we've ever had, and there is incredible talent out there. As I said, we, we have these partnerships. We are talking to potential partners that probably, you know, years ago I would have never had the opportunity to talk to, and the employees, potential people that I can hire, again, never would have. Had had the opportunity. They 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 were they've been displaced. They've had um, you know, and especially in the banking industry, there's been so much consolidation. You know, I view that it's it, companies need to open their eyes and look at this as a, a time for opportunity and a time to to grow their business and um, and really take advantage of what's going on. You uh, deal obviously an awful lot with uh, yeah, young professionals, even even college students. Uh, again, many of our listeners are fall into this category. Uh, specific thoughts, tips, ideas for them? You know, I um, again, I've got I've got three children, and um, my youngest, who is seventeen, she decided she's going to be a senior in high school. And last week, she uh, we talked, and she hasn't been able to find a summer job. And she just figured that she told me, "Well, all the college kids have gotten the job, so high school kids don't have a chance." And so we talked about it, and I said, "You know what? You can't give up." I said, "You need to keep going, and you need to keep expressing your interest, and you need." to keep showing up and letting them know that you're interested. And, I mean, this is pretty simple, but the next day she did get a job. And she went back to all the places, and one of them called her back for an interview, and sure enough, now she has a job. And so, you know what, you can't fall into, you know, reading what you're hearing that there's, you know, don't listen to the the unemployment reports, don't listen to what everybody's saying, just um, because... The, the majority of the people are going to sit back and use that as a reason why they can't. And I believe there are companies like ours that are looking at it. This is a great time to find great talent. And, Gerald, just to build on a little bit, um, 
what we're all about is, again, uh, helping uh, people achieve better jobs, better pay, better life. And what we'd like to share with our listeners has to do with uh, the opportunity you have, as you dis- uh, describe with your, your family. Um, opportunities are out there, and you really need to come in as a person who can significantly impact the bottom line of the company. Companies are all about how you can come in and make them money and save them money, not just give them some flowery resume. If you can help them actually uh, increase their profit and uh, do better and be more productive, they're going to have a position for you. I'm in total agreement with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. There isn't any business owner, any president, any manager that isn't going to listen to that and and pay attention when somebody comes in with that approach. And again, to just send a resume in and just think that a resume is going to speak for itself, it's not. It's it's the approach that you just said in terms of how you're going to help the company either grow its revenues, cut its costs, expand its business. That's what a business owner wants to hear. And that what you said about the persistence, Jill, is so important. You know, whether you are a young high school graduate or college graduate or further on in your career or a young president seeking to grow his organization, persistence is what ultimately enables you to succeed. Now, you've got to have the skills and you've got to be able to identify how you're going to add value, but it's that persistence and what you mentioned earlier about the affiliations and networking is so critical to um, to making the connections that can get you the opportunity that you're looking for. Yeah, I mean, we actually, I mean, in YPO, that is one of the great things about YPO is that it's a safe environment for networking. And so there is an incredible amount of networking going on. And we also have networks of, of uh that are based on, say, an industry, similar interests. We've got business, personal, and social enterprise networks. But if you focus on the business, for example, I'm a member of the real estate network. And so because I'm tied so closely to builders and real estate developers and so forth, and so I joined this network, and I've been able to connect with these folks. And actually, um, you know, we've done things where – I was at the International Builder Show, and we had a meeting before the Builder Show started with those people that were atten- that were YPOers. And actually, I made a connection and, and, and started a partnership with one of the builders. So uh, we've got a lot of that going on within our chapter. We have what we call a concierge service, and you can actually post a resume. So sometimes somebody will post a resume of somebody that maybe they've had to displace in their company or they can't. It's, it's a very you know qualified person, and they'll explain why and what they're looking for, or somebody might post, uh, I need this type of person. I need a, a new um, you know, head of HR, director of HR, for example. And so there is a lot of that going on. Joe, one of the things that we find uh, virtually everywhere we look is uh, there are resumes flying here, there, and everywhere. And, and quite honestly, oftentimes the resume that people send are, are, are terrible. I mean, they're, they're not a two-page chronological. They don't reflect the kind of skills, abilities, and talents that we uh, suggest that people do. And, and uh, we're constantly talking about the importance of a chronological resume that impacts the bottom line and talks about your accomplishments and does what the organization needs and wants. Um, your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, your advice is right on. I mean, it's, 
you know, again, the resume isn't, nobody's going to hire a person off of a resume, but they're going to look at a resume and make a decision that they might not be interested in talking to that person. So, you know, the, the resume is going to get, is, is going to get you in the door. I mean, once you get in the door, you need to have a great interview and you need to present yourself correctly. But I will tell you, a resume that's a mess and isn't, um, put together, as you said, is probably you're going to look and say, why even bother? Because if they can't do that where they've had time and you know that and time to prepare, you'd really question it. And the preparation is so key because what we also teach in the total system is how you can take that resume and the accomplishments and the results that you've identified and tie them or link them to your interviewing process. And, of course, you can do that in the networking too before you get uh, to the interview stage. But the networking is so powerful, and I think one of the reasons that makes it powerful in an organization like YPO is that you're building trust all the time, and trust is what really drives the networking process to opportunities. Yeah, again, I think that's what makes YPO so unique. As I started out, I said it's a, it's a trusted network of peers. And so that's why it's so different than any other trade organization out there because it's your peers and it's a trusted group and people truly want to help you. They want to share their previous experiences. They want to help you. They want to mentor you. They want to offer whatever help and assistance they can. And that's probably been, um, and whether it's in trying to uh, grow your business, trying to hire people, trying to, again, wh- whatever it might be, people are just ready, willing, and um, and available to, to help you. Well, to have that kind of sounding board uh, among trusted peers is just incredible and a very powerful way to help an individual, a CEO, to grow their organization. Well, we have more coming, so stay tuned for more insight on leadership and the YPO. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. 
Michelle Core Six Degrees is your connected consciousness. Six Degrees is what comes around, goes around radio. Committed to delivering a fresh perspective on thought-provoking, investigative information that can change your life. Six Degrees connects you to the social and emotional scene and is your trusted advisor from finance to romance, mainstream to metaphysical. It's a positive, upbeat look at life, love, and the pursuit of passion. Get connected Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com you are listening to total career success with ken and cheryl dawson do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Kenneth Cheryl here with Jill Balconis, uh, International Chairman of Young Presidents Organization. And we've been talking a lot about a lot of topics, uh, including uh, how your organization, Jill, has been able to... Um, uh, find ways to uh, create opportunity by affiliation and uh, reaching out to help your um, people who are maybe struggling with their mortgages. Um, and certainly we talked some about the transition and some of the work that we're doing and helping individuals to find jobs in a tough economy. Um, we certainly find that leaders who are resilient are the ones uh, who find the opportunities, even the worst of situations. What do you recommend to leaders to bring their teams together and to overcome adversity? Yeah, again, I think it's um, it's out there if you look. And, um, you know, I hate to say that, you know, just to try to ignore it and just go keep going forward and kind of put your blinders on and, and look at it, look at the flip side, look at what opportunities it's creating. And, again, as I said earlier, I think take advantage of the outstanding talent that's available right now. And, again, um, you know, don't get sucked into the, the – the negativism. And have you found that there's been uh, an impact on some of your own uh, membership in terms of those looking for jobs? Uh, has that impacted uh, some of the people in your organization? You know, interesting enough, we're, we're growing, and I think that our members are finding that they need YPO more than ever. So instead of – and. Um, I don't have any statistics in terms of, you know, how many people might be looking for a job or, or be out of a job um, right at this point, but, but they're not leaving YPO. And I think that's sending a really strong message is that the organization is really key to them moving forward in the future. And so uh, the message we're getting is that they're, they're – and we're trying to give them the tools – to, that are, again, as I said earlier, giving them value and helping them in terms of whether it might be a job search, grow their business, start a new business. Um, and uh, 
So again, they're they're reaching out and and, and certainly finding that they need YPO. So one of the things that, uh, once again, back to jobs and our economy, um, there's so much misinformation relative to how to get better job, better pay, better life. And oftentimes uh, people listen to the news, read the paper, and, well, it was me, chicken little, the sky is falling, 10% unemployment, I'll never get a job. And, and a lot of times people don't get great jobs because they just don't know how to. It's it's a skill, it's an ability, just as you're an expert in your area of expertise. You know, we are in ours, and we're so frustrated oftentimes with people who talk about, oh, I'll never get a job, and they drop out of the market, and and they suffer, their family suffers, and there's terrible, terrible uh, misery. And it's oftentimes uh, not necessary and shouldn't happen. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I I agree with you, and I again, I um, it's unfortunate that people fall into that because the if they let themselves go there, it just it can just you know bury them, and and you know as I said earlier, there are opportunities out there, and again, you have to separate yourself, and it's the way you present yourself, everything from you know the services you offer, and talking about putting the resumes together the correct way, and getting that attention, getting your foot in the door, and again, showing that company how you're going to bring them value. It's not just about what you've done in the past or your education. That's all very important. Again, that will get your foot in the door, but then it's about what are you going to do for this company going forward. And for your young presidents, uh, absolutely critical. that they, Of course, they have a background in this, and, and obviously they have a tremendous skill set, but knowing the new organization, knowing um, uh, the individuals coming in and appealing to them relative to the discipline that it takes to be successful in business and understanding that it's not always bright and uh, uh, glowy. It's sometimes very, very difficult. You have to get in the trenches and just work harder, smarter, longer. And it's, it just requires a huge amount of skills and values across the board. Yes, it does. And those that are willing to do it and understand that are the ones that are surviving. Exactly. And I don't think, uh, you know, you mentioned earlier how how important it is to be positive, and it's not about rose-colored glasses, but as Ken is saying, that you have to balance that with uh, your strategic outlook and looking for those opportunities uh, to grow and to uh, affiliate with others that, um, you know, in which you can share opportunities. You know, you mentioned, uh, Jill, the... Uh, you know, the balance you have in your organization of entrepreneurs and family and professional, and also the fact that you're such an international organization. How about in terms of the different industries uh, and types of businesses? How does that um, compare for YPO? Yeah, it's, um, I believe that the, the largest 33% are service industries, 26% are sales, 25% manufacturing, 11% financial, and 5% agency. And as you put your crystal ball in front of you, uh, where do you see the greatest growth and opportunity for organizations that are growing? You know, we actually, we um, do a global pulse. This is a, um, a survey that we just started uh, about a year ago, and, and we are surveying our, our 
members. And it's a quarterly survey, and we're trying to get them to respond to questions on the state of their business, its future, including the job market. And the most recent was was in uh, April this year, and we just published last month the results. And so, I mean, you can imagine this is an incredible coming from CEOs of, of companies around the world. And there's actually rising optimism about the outlook of their businesses. In fact, in the U.S., more than two-thirds expect sales to increase by more than 10% over the next 12 months. And 36% expect a corresponding increase in employee counts and 40% in fixed investment, which is really positive. Uh, they actually, in, I believe that in terms of the um, the the industries, I think it was talking about uh, sales and service and manufacturing that definitely to see increases in those areas. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, do you publish that report, or is that just for internal consumption? No, you can actually go to www.ypoglobalpulse.org. It's extremely valuable information. Okay, I'm going to take a look for that because I didn't see it when last I was on your site. Well, we just have a moment left, a uh, minute left here in the program. Is there anything else that you would like to share about the organization as we close? I just, you know what, I'm very, I think that in terms of the future of, of YPO, that it's clearly the organization that young business leaders are aspiring to join and its relevancy um, worldwide and our value is growing and all the things that we talked about in terms of business and opportunities, it's supporting all that. And, you know, I'm very proud that it's an organization that's helping people become better leaders and be, and better individuals, not only in their businesses, but with their families and in their communities. Well, that's a very positive note to end on. Jill, thank you so much for being with us today. We have another great show next week, so be sure to join us. Jill, thank you very much. Oh, Take care. thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Bye. Bye. again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, here on the Voice America Variety Channel.